It's Real Talk with Raylene Chalinor, foster care and adoption. Hi, and welcome back to another Real Talk. I'm your host, Raylene Chaloner, and this is Real Talk with real people about foster care and adoption. I hope you were able to listen to last week, but if not, you can go ahead over to Real Talk Prescott and find my interview with my friend Cindy Schultz. She's here again, and I'm so grateful for her and the ministry that her family, her husband, and she have had together. They have 10 children. You heard me right. 10 kiddos. Six, right? Still in the house. Mm -hmm. Welcome, Cindy. Thanks for being on the show again. Well, thank you for having me. So uh, you decided to let us go to kind of a a deeper, darker place, Mm -hmm. um, some sadness. Uh, If you were able, Real Talk listeners, to listen to episode 37 and 38, I had Cindy and her hubby, Kevin, Mm -hmm. on the show, and they had talked about their joy I know, it sounds crazy, about adding a sibling group of three to their family. And that took place, when was that? In October. In October. 2020. So they added another three, making a total of 10, six in the house. And um, there was seven at there that There were point. seven. And mm-hmm. now there are six. And she's going to actually explain why there are now only six in the house. Mm-hmm. So Cindy, walk us through that. Well, um, we we're blessed we are blessed Mm -hmm. to um have the opportunity to be the parents for these three young children they are um distant family members Mm -hmm. um and they are young they when we got them they were seven six and four wow okay and um because they're not fully adopted yet i can't be mentioning names and everything Mm -hmm. but i can mention cooper's name cooper was the four-year-old that we got Mm -hmm. in january she turned five um and cooper was um, born with rett syndrome Mm. um, which is a chromosomal um, abnormality um on the X chromosome, so it happens okay. mainly in in girls. In girls yeah. um, it's it's a degenerative, dis, not disease condition. I'm mm, going to say okay. um, where they when they're born they um, they appear typical, yeah. and then when they hit around 18 months, they start losing all the milestones that they've had. They start losing walking and speaking and um, wow. hand hand. Um, their ability to use their hands yeah. and stuff. So okay. we we and then and then that that goes on um, and it tends to taper off when they're about five. So okay. when we got um, Cooper, mm-hmm. she um, was I think she was already starting to to taper off, mm-hmm. but she was very wobbly mm-hmm. um, walking and. Um, was very pretty nonverbal. We okay. heard her say a few words. Yeah. The only name I heard her say was um, my my now fourteen year old son's oh, name, and yeah. um, and uh, and um, she would just say some really random yeah. things. The kids <laughs> like to like to laugh about when she used to go naked, <laughs> <laughs> ah, and we'd say we're not. <laughs> And so we'd play with her. She was really sweet, nonverbal, but these curls Mm. and these just dark brown eyes, big, and this smile with two dimples, and Mm. she was just adorable. She would win you over Mm. in in a heartbeat. But she was one of those kids that when you would – first see her if if you're not used to hanging around kids kids with disabilities, um, she would be intimidating to Mm -hmm. get to know. But within 
within minutes you were just pulled right into Warmed. her life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It now, was Now Cindy, sweet. did you guys know she had this? We did. When you said yes. Okay. We did. We did. Um she, when we first initially found out that we were um going that they were more than likely going to be placed with us, yeah. we had yet to meet them. And so oh, wow. we went and met them and at that point um her diagnosis was autism. Okay. And um and so we went and we met them and you know had no no problems with the autism or yeah. whatever yeah. and um we just were like this is going to add just another facet to our right. family yes. right and and so um fortunately they were placed with an amazing foster family uh. um in in another state that had taken all three that took in all three oh, and this yeah, foster family it was hours away from from um where their case is, oh, wow. but they found a foster family that would take all three children. Oh. And these guys so really helped break habits yeah. for us. And, and it was them that were able to see the difference that, that it didn't look like autism, autism. to them. Oh, and so they the were the ones that. that pushed for another diagnosis and Good they did a genetic test and found, yeah. found the rest syndrome. Okay. So, and that's a one in 10,000 girls. Oh my word. Um, get get that so so Mm. there's that so um with Rett syndrome Mm -hmm. um there's a lot of things uh there's and seizures is one of them that comes with it and so cooper would have seizures Mm. and we were getting her in with the neurologist down at in phoenix children's Mm -hmm. hospital and because of covid you know everything's crazy he saw her via zoom um and and I was telling him, we had this, we even took the, a table out of our dining area, mm-hmm. which we moved it out. We moved our regular dining room table out into the living room because our family is just getting so big. Yeah. And so we moved a table out of our dining area and put in a trampoline oh. for Cooper with, with a net around it. Yes. And uh, that was kind of like her play plane, yes. play, her playpen kind right, of thing. Right. You know, it was a safe space. Yeah. And um, we told the neurologist that she just loves to jump okay. all day. She would just jump. And he said... He said, can I see her? And so I took the laptop over yeah. and showed him. And he said, in all of his like 30-some years of of being a neurologist, he had never seen a child with Rett syndrome jumping. Jump. And wow. that was her... That was her, like, she loved to do that. Oh, so, so that was cool. And that was encouraging that, yeah. that she had those abilities. And, mm-hmm. um, and we were really excited to get to see who she was going to be with yeah. us. We were teaching, starting to teach her some American Sign Language. Yeah. She had gotten... Um, she had gotten the sign more, oh, and, that's a good and one. so that's that's perfect because more food, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. And she actually, I have a video that I need to put on my website, yeah. um, but uh, I haven't had the opportunity. There's, and I showed you the video from that yeah. I I sent you, um, and in that video she signs more, yeah. and then she wiggles her fingers fingers together, and it was her sign for tickle, oh. and she had just made it up then because Kevin was sitting there tickling her yeah. and everything, and she was telling him more tickle, oh, yeah. and so I we were super excited mm. um, to just see her blossom mm-hmm. in our family. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, um, March 9th mm-hmm. of this year mm-hmm. was a Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, she she roomed with with um, her older biological sister and then um, Jillian, mm-hmm. my daughter, who's 12 and has Down syndrome. Um, 
And but we had a tent over her bed so she could sleep a little longer because she really needed that yeah. extra sleep for her body. Um, my husband went in to go get her out of bed, and unfortunately, she had rolled over. She had seized in the middle of the mm-hmm. night and rolled over and ended up passing away. Mm-hmm. Um, he brought her out mm-hmm. um, of the room and said she wasn't moving. Um, he couldn't wake her up. Put her on the floor. I was doing CPR. He called nine one one. I mean, Tuesday morning, school is yeah, happening. Yeah. Um, um, in minutes, we had like twenty people in our house, emergency workers, um, counselors, ev- everyone. Um, my, our kids did great. Mm-hmm. We have a, fortunately we have a big living, living spaces. Um, mm-hmm. So they were able to be kept out into a different room. Although the two boys were really interested in all mm-hmm. the firefighters and sure. the police officers <laughs> yeah. that were in our house. Um, but after them working on her another 20 minutes or so, um, it was evident that she yeah. had gone, and she mm. was with the Lord. Oh, Cindy. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, how do you – what do you do next? What? What, yeah, yeah, just – you just survive next. There's um, – and excuse me if I get a little emotional. Do but, it. Um, yeah, it's okay. Um it's just everything is happening in such a hurry and such a rush. And, you know, we have yellow police tape in front of our house and the bus drives by that comes to my front door to pick up my kids. Um, And, and um, it was, everything was just a fog. The emergency workers were all amazing. They um, really, and the, and the counselors just really wrapped themselves around our family. It was really sweet. They did have to, you know, draw my husband's and my blood to make sure that we were okay. And, you know, we weren't using anything or whatever. And, um, you know, even then I was able to use that moment to help educate my children. Mm. And Ben was, um, so Ben is, nine now Mm -hmm. and he has down syndrome loves the hospital Mm -hmm. everything about the hospital doctor's offices it's it's crazy i've got stories yeah Yeah. oh he loves it um and um he was at they when they went to draw our blood we went back into our bedroom and he was following us along they're like no go you know you go out there with the other kids and i said no bring him in let him sit here and watch and we explained to him what they were doing and he watched Mm -hmm. them he held our hands as they put the needle Mm -hmm. in our arms and drew our blood and everything and Mm -hmm. and um it was just it was a precious it was a precious time you know it could have been we could have been annoyed we could have been um Scared. 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 Yeah. And, and, you know, we were scared. Yeah. Again, again, but God, even then, was put giving us peace. Mm. You know, Um, um, I didn't have to go through a lot of denial kind of stuff. Um, We did all of a sudden, you know, we get the phone call late. uh, couple hours later from the organ donation Mm -hmm. people and from, you know, then we're told we have to choose a funeral home and it's not stuff that we were thinking about no. when actually my husband and I had gone on vacation the week before yeah. and it was the first vacation since our honeymoon 27 years ago. Wow. And um, thankfully, because even then God was providing and God had us rested and, yes. and made sure our hearts were in a place where we could do this. Yes. And made sure it didn't happen when you weren't there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, we were gone for, I don't know, 
eight days, yeah. eight, nine days. And I had a spreadsheet because with all the kids oh, at home, imagine. I had a spreadsheet <gasps> during vacation. I realized, oh, there's three women doing what my I do what every do? day. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. and, um, and uh, we had some amazing people step in yeah. for us. Um, and and uh, neighbors after they, I mean, obviously something went on yeah. and they were coming over and, sure. and bringing us food and mm. bringing us things in mm. our church our church provided for us and God was just good. And, you know, even then, you know, having a child pass away, it's one thing. Um, but having a child who you're, is not yours. Right. Is a whole other thing. And you start worrying about, um, what did, what did the, the CPS workers think in that other state? And I knew, I knew our caseworkers, you know, we're supportive of us, yeah, but what about be. them? Right. And, and so I was worried about that. What about birth family? Yes. What about this? And, right. and, um, we did have some issue with a distant birth family, you know, relative, okay. um, that was going to threaten to come and mm. demand to see the children and mm-hmm. stuff. And we were having to figure out what we were going to do. We yeah. were told to hide them. And, um, mm. we, fortunately we didn't have to. Yeah. So that was all oh. good. On top of the loss, you get to deal with that as yeah. well. Yeah. Wow. What do you What do you think? Since our time I know, is no, I just noticed I know, that. Oh, it's trying to a close already. Um, mm-hmm. Cindy, big picture. I, I mean, big picture. Yeah. She from is the Lord. What she is with the Lord. Yeah. She. We knew that she was talking to Jesus and oh. telling him, yeah. telling him everything mm-hmm. that she wanted to say in the past mm-hmm. five years. Right. And I want to. Um, I want to share with you a mm-hmm. gift that God gave me the night before mm-hmm. with her. Now, being nonverbal, you know, we just kind of, we tried to get to know yeah. what she needed and everything. Um, and uh, this the night before, my husband went and put her to bed, and she loved going to bed. Mm-hmm. And But then she started fussing. And so he brought her and brought her out to the couch, and I, she and I snuggled on the couch under a blanket. And yeah. uh, Jillian was watching some zoo show yeah. before she went to bed and Cooper was wa- looking towards the TV but she didn't really watch TV yeah. and then she laughed spontaneously oh. and she didn't do that she would yeah. laugh when you tickled her yeah. but she didn't laugh spontaneously and then she turned to me and with her big eyes just looked right into my eyes put her hands on my cheeks oh. and smiled the biggest smile and um, and then she looked all sleepy eyed mm. and I handed her off to my husband mm. and he put her to bed yes. and it was just the sweetest gift, the last you. memory that we have of her. Yes. Oh, Cindy. I love that. Yeah. Even in the hard. Yeah. It's never easy. It's always, always good. good. <gasps> oh, real talk listeners. Wow. It's, this has been a hard one, but, um, I, I hope that you're encouraged through, Cindy's journey and how she just knows the Lord so deeply. And if you would like to know more about Cindy and her sweet family, you can go to NeverEasyAlwaysGood.com and you can uh, find out a little bit more about their journey and about who this amazing family is. And I feel so blessed to be just in your presence oh. and to sit at your feet. You've oh. already taught me so much through our relationship in You're such sweet. a short time. So I thank you dearly for you. going there and sharing that with us. I think that's going to encourage a lot. Well, God puts things in our lives to share yeah. with others. Yeah. Thank you so much. 
All right, Real Talk listeners, that's been another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Raylene Challoner, and it's bye for now. Ever dealt with any kind of construction project without a general contractor? That just screams being overwhelmed. Chances are it's because you didn't work alongside Antelope Springs Construction. And why do you need a general contractor? Because it's crucial dealing with tasks, foreseeing complications, and preventing delays. Antelope Springs Construction takes out all the guesswork to ensure your vision. Everything from design to completion. Call them now at 928-237-0762 antelopespringsconstruction.com